0: Give it to me, I'm worth it, huh. You see me What an intro. And do I have an episode for you? It's me, Jesse Chambliss, kicking off our fifth Harmony arc. This group, y'all. Before we get into it though, I have a few housekeeping items. One, I know I have teased merch. Merch, merch, merch. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Merch, merch, merch. Well, I'm done teasing. It's here. Oh, I got the sample in the mail, and I'm going to be posting about it this week on my social media. So if you are not following me at Jesse's Girls Pod on Instagram, Just like there's no I in team, there's no I in Jesse. okay? So please follow me on Instagram because that is where you will be getting all of the updates about merch. I have a really cute t-shirt for you. It's going to come in two different styles, a short sleeve and a long sleeve, and various colors. One very simple design to kick us off. If y'all like this one and people buy it, then I will launch A second design that i've already shown you you might not remember so it's fine but i will launch a second design for you as well these will be limited drop campaigns just because i'm a smaller show you know so uh, we got to make batch orders and that's okay but of course i will let you know exactly whenever it opens up and whenever it will close you'll have about a two week period to order i hope you like it i really do i'll be giving all the information about the shirt, the sizing, the, the type of material that it's going to be, a brand that you are probably familiar with uh, for the actual t shirt itself. So I'm really over the moon. I think it's really cute. I'm going to be repping it. I'm not doing that, you know, beauty company thing where the celebrity doesn't actually wear the makeup. I promise this is a shirt that I would want to wear and it is honoring. What really got me my start in all of this soft choreo so if you are new to this show you haven't really listened to ton, uh i promise you soft choreo is something that you should look into my tiktok is linked in my profile on instagram and i have a playlist dedicated to soft choreo so if you're hearing this and you don't know what it is i promise it's relevant to the podcast it's like the spirit of the podcast it's what got everything started you want to check it out okay i'm done I'm done but I, I i i'm really excited about it genuinely stoked 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 i'm also going to ask you to rate review subscribe if you're not following the show it's a great help the more that you rate and review and follow the more exposure that the show gets and i want to build this little community of girly fries that i love so much i it really like all of the dms that y'all send me how excited you get about the things that i'm talking about please please engage with me i like talking to y'all i really mean it because i wouldn't do it if i didn't like it and lastly there's a lot of good stuff in the episode notes of every episode that i release so i just want to make a mention that if you do not pay attention to the episode notes there's a lot of stuff like a link to all of my podcast features where i've been on other folks' shows my Spotify playlists. Please follow me and engage with me on Spotify. I think I have decent tastes. You can judge that for yourself. I make a lot of playlists. They're my love language. Maybe I'll make one for you, for Jesse's girls. You know what? I should do that. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) And then links, of course, to all of my social media and everything that's important. Please take a look at that. Without further ado, though, let's get into fifth Harmony. I'm really going to chronicle their start leading up into the, uh, the end of their era as a quintet because my guests and I will get into all of that in more detail. But I am going to talk with you about everything leading up to that moment, the messiness, the chaos. I promise it's all in here. This is a nice, fun, juicy episode. You're going to learn something, of course, and I hope you like it. So here we go. Before American Idol and X Factor, girl groups were formed from open auditions or organically by women who may have been singing together already. They've often been manufactured in some sort of way, but when the industry realized that they could involve the consumers in the process of creating pop stars and supergroups and make advertising money in the process, the industry changed. It's, of course, always about money buzz, buy-in from the general public, but we benefit too. This theme will be woven through much of this season, so don't worry, it will be revisited. We form a connection with these contestants in the shows that we watch progress through each round. They feel more like our celebrities. It's the only way I know how to explain the mania surrounding Fifth Harmony. In stark contrast to the last group that I covered, the Spice Girls, they never had those distinct personas that allowed for a beautiful mix of different women that still seem to work together no they never seemed to be on the same page insert joke about them acting like they were performing on zoom together each time they had a live performance or that they were solo stars who showed up for a performance they were supposed to do together it's very much like one of those benefits for charity with you know rihanna mariah natasha Bedingfield, miley cyrus all on the same stage where there was clearly no soundcheck together and there was Absolutely no rehearsal time, but Fifth Harmony occupied an important sweet spot in the 2010s when the heyday of the girl group was in the past. We were yearning for that again after the big dance music boom at the turn of the decade. Fifth Harmony and Little Mix, who we will absolutely get into and they will get their due on this show, took up the mantle during this time period. The members of Fifth Harmony auditioned as solo artists. Allie was in the young adults category and the rest in the teens. They didn't qualify to move on as solo artists in their respective categories, so the judges all played a role in forming them as a group, allowing them to qualify in the group category. Let's take a moment to ponder that. So many of our biggest pop celebrities start incredibly young and must face intense scrutiny and praise from the general public. The world is watching them. When I think about some of my dumbest moments in my early 20s, and sometimes my 30s. The thought of those being broadcast to the world, it just makes me physically ill. During the X Factor, they really foreshadowed for us what sorts of identity struggles would plague them in their career as a group. They started with the name Lilas, and if you are a millennial, honey, you know what that stands for. Love you like a sister. Cute, but not it. Plus, there was another group named the Lilas, made up of four of Bruno Mars's sisters. That was news to me when I was doing research for this episode. I did not know that. So, anyway, they chose another kind of dumb name. I don't even remember what it is. It's forgettable. It wasn't received well by the judges. Their final name was actually chosen by the viewers in a vote. Hence, Fifth Harmony was born. They continued to move through the competition and ultimately finished third overall. Some notable moments include Demi's almost prophetic critique of their performance during the first live show. Demi said, quote, I feel like tonight there was only one person that shined. It didn't click for me tonight. She offered a coy comment. Right now, there's only one person who's doing it for me. Khloe Kardashian was a host and urged Demi to reveal who that person was that she was referring to. But Demi doesn't want to spill the tea, she said they should figure that out on their own. But Chloe continues to push her, and Demi finally reveals that she is talking about Camila as the standout. She said, I think you should all learn something from her. At the time, Camila brushed off Demi's awkward compliment saying, I think we all shine, which reminds me of that moment when Victoria Justice and the other cast members of Victorious, Including Ariana Grande, are standing around and talking, and it got memed to death. And she said, "I think we all sing." That's true. One thing you don't know about Ariana Grande is that she literally sings everything. Like yes. she's she's starting to forget to <laughs> talk in her own voice because she sings everything, and it's a good thing because she's a beautiful voice. But it's awesome. She sings absolutely everything. She never stops. That's so true, Liz. You sing a lot too. Like I, especially during the we all sing. That's true. Yeah, all, yeah that's true. I guess I sing the weird weirder thing. Yeah, I think. I think. I think. I really think Victoria Justice got the short end of the stick there. I know it's funny, it's a great sort of memeable moment, but I don't think she meant what the internet thought she was meaning. But maybe that's my hot take of the century, I don't know. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're better for it. Anyway. Another important X Factor moment is another great internet meme, and it's Britney's face. Of course, Britney Spears was a judge on this season of The X Factor and actually helped to form Fifth Harmony. And, you know, if you haven't seen the meme of her face, it is hilarious. So basically what happened was, Britney tells Fifth Harmony that she would be surprised to see them in the finals next week. And when it's announced that they are going to move forward, she makes this god-awful face that will live in my mind forever i'm absolutely going to post it on social media because it's incredible so if for some reason you have not seen it you will after this a month after x factor the group signs a joint deal with both simon cowell and la reid now we all know how these things go if you aren't seeing where i'm heading with this spoiler alert the contract is going to be hellacious These women gave us a lot of chaos, but they were never set up for success from the start. So I just really don't hold any blame for them in terms of their success or their demise. Of course, there was interpersonal drama, which we will get into, but we have a bunch of powerful people and young women. We've seen this over and over again. Picture this, it's the summer of 2013, you're at the mall, you're headed to Forever 21, but you hear a lot of commotion and ruckus coming from somewhere inside the mall. And you see who else but the newly formed Fifth Harmony, fresh off the release of their debut EP. They did a mall tour. Listen, even the greats, to mention Britney again, got their start in a mall tour. So no disrespect on that front to Fifth Harmony at all. The real disrespect was their choreography. Honey, it is (laughs) tragic. I implore you to watch them performing me and my girls. The choreography is awful. Who let them do that? Trust me, it is worth a watch. Go watch it. Uh, I cited it in my soft choreo video that I posted both on TikTok and my Jesse's Girls Pod Instagram account. I mean, you've got to see this performance. Little side story speaking of TikTok, I made that TikTok about their soft choreo, included this performance. That video blew up a little bit on TikTok, and well, Famous choreographer Sean Bankhead was tagged by someone in the comment section of the video. They were saying essentially that because he was the main choreographer that it was his fault. And he commented back and said, quote, LOL, that's a lie. Half of these clips I didn't choreograph. Go watch the music videos and award shows I've done for them. Also, their label sucked, meaning their label would never pay or hire enough rehearsal time and then wouldn't let me go on tour or pay so they just got more sloppy over time I'll tell my truth when I'm ready and quote tea Whew. tea I made a follow-up video asking Sean to speak he did not respond of course but I mean we got enough so maybe one day I'll get him on the pod and we can do a little Fifth Harmony revisit and I will get all the tea A guy can dream. Anyway, the EP that I mentioned prior debuts at number six, and the only single, Miss Movin' On, peaked at 76 on the Hot 100. While it wasn't the strongest start, it wasn't a death sentence to their careers at all. They really hustled the tour circuit for the rest of 2013, most notably opening for Demi Lovato's Neon Lights tour. I think they did 27 shows of that tour. That's a big deal. Then they released the lead single from their debut album, Reflection, in July of 2014, that single being Boss. The song peaked at 43 on the Hot 100. In October, they release Sledgehammer, co-written by Megan The Trainer, in October, and it peaks at number 40. It's wild because I feel like I personally couldn't escape Sledgehammer anywhere on the radio or elsewhere. I really thought it did better than that on the charts. If I'm alone in that, I'm sorry, but if I'm not, please affirm me, DM me, let me know. Anyway, the album release was pushed back multiple times and was ultimately released in February of 2015. Now we have to talk about one of the first big chaotic moments for them post X Factor, the album cover. During the voting stages of the 2014 MTV VMAs, where Fifth Harmony was nominated in the Artist to Watch category, they asked the fans to vote for uh, the group a certain number of times to unlock the album's cover art okay so if they got enough engagement they were going to reveal this cover art for the debut album they unveiled them on fifth harmony's official website on august 12th 2014 after receiving negative feedback from fans the group revealed a new album cover on august 23rd 2014 that did not take A long time to fix. It's very much whenever they botched the design of Sonic the Hedgehog for the movies and they had to fix it because it looked like a demon creature. Anyway, this scenario has Twitter written all over it. The consumer once again took the power back here. I wish we would do that more, but that's for a different podcast. Ultimately, the album was a success despite them getting bullied over the album cover. It peaked at number 5 on the album chart and was included in several year-end lists by critics. The month after the album release, they released Worth It as a third single, which became the most successful and peaked at number 12 on the Hot 100, a notable improvement over the first two singles. In 2015, they also released a song for the Hotel Transylvania 2 soundtrack titled I'm In Love With The Monster, which is kind of a bop. There's a performance on The Late Late Show with James Corden where Lauren has a little limp-sync mishap that the internet can't seem to forget, so feel free to check that out for yourself as well. Let me know if you think that that is as bad as the internet thought it was. In late 2015, they announced that they are releasing their follow up album, 727, in May of 2016. There's gonna be a lot of numbers here, so stick with me. 727 represents the date that they were formed, and it makes absolutely no sense that they released it in May instead of July. Maybe on July 27th, but I digress. They release Work From Home in February 2016, and it peaks at number four, their most successful single of their tenure as a group, and they became the first girl group to have a top five hit in almost a decade. The last was Buttons by PCD. They also became the group to launch the villain origin story of Sam Asgari. but once again that is for a different podcast or potentially a different episode if you have not heard my where in the world is britney spears episode from december i implore you to check it out we get into the sam of it all (laughs) meanwhile in the background not everything was going well camila was featured on sean mendez's song i know what you did last summer in november of 2015. The other group members apparently were not super pleased that Camila was being featured as a soloist and in December of 2015 the official Fifth Harmony Twitter account posted a photo of the four of them in the studio without Camila. It makes you wonder who thought that was a good idea. What's hilarious is that that same month they were honored at the Billboard Women in Music event. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's really messy. You know, I, I wish I knew if it was one of them who posted that photo. I want to know who did it. So ladies, spill the tea. In April of 2016, when they all went to see a Britney Spears concert, once again, the 23-year-old Camila, 23 at the time, was nowhere to be seen. It caused a lot of stir online. Camila tweeted, anyone can do whatever makes them happy during time off. After a fan asked her about it, things got worse at the iHeartRadio Awards in 2016 because Fifth Harmony won two awards, but Camila also won two awards on her own for her song with Shawn Mendez. The group's manager, Roger Gold, congratulated her and not the rest of the girls. He tweeted, So proud of Camila Cabello, who won four MMVAs last night, he wrote. But then Lauren's mom responded to the tweet and said, let's get it right. Two were thanks to Fifth Harmony. Just keeping it real. (laughs) I mean, I would love for my mom to ride that hard for me. She does, but I'm just saying, I, I really respect that. In August of 2016, during an interview with Galore Magazine, Normani Threw a little bit of shade towards Camila. This was starting to happen a lot in interviews, by the way. This is not a Camila sympathizer or anything. I am just speaking broadly and objectively. There was a clear divide between Camila and the rest of the group. So Normani was asked to describe each of her groupmates in one word, and she quickly said nice things about everyone but Camila, basically. When it was time to compliment her, she couldn't think of anything to say about her. She paused and she said, she is, let me see, she's quirky, she told them. (laughs) In October of 2016, Camila is featured again as a soloist, but with Machine Gun Kelly this time on his single, Bad Things. Lauren is next to get a feature on Marion Hills' Back to Me in December of 2016. This was, of course... The beginning of the end. The writing's on the wall to cite another great girl group, Destiny's Child. Okay. Talking to Twitter in December of 2016, the girls announced that Cabela, Cabello was leaving the group once and for all. After four and a half years together, we have been informed via her representatives that Camila has decided to leave Fifth Harmony. We wish her well, they wrote in a Twitter note. Camila published a message of her own and she said that she was completely shocked by Fifth Harmony's announcement. I was shocked to read the statement that the Fifth Harmony account posted without my knowing. The girls were aware of my feelings through the long, much needed conversations about the future that we had during tour. Saying that they were just informed through my representatives that I was leaving the group is simply not true, she tweeted. I did not intend to end things badly with Fifth Harmony this way. As sad as it is to see this chapter ending this way, I will continue to root them all on as individuals and as a group. The other group members posted a note in response to Camila's claims. Over the past several months, we have consistently made every effort to sit down and discuss the future of Fifth Harmony with Camila. We have spent the past year and a half since her initial solo endeavor. (laughs) They had to add that in there. (laughs) Trying to communicate to her and her team all the reasons why we felt Fifth Harmony deserved at least one more album of her time, they explained. We called for group meetings, which she refused. We asked L.A. Reid and the label to step in and try to set meetings, which again, she refused. We even went as far as group counseling, which she did not show up to. So no, no. After months of rejection from her and her team, these supposed lengthy conversations, in fact, never happened, although we pleaded. We have tried and exhausted efforts and hearts to keep this group alive as the five of us, and we wanted to be very clear that, unfortunately, those efforts were not mutual. (sighs) Aside from Camila's departure, I mean, this group was plagued with issues from the start. There was an interview where Lauren slipped, And mentioned that anyone thinking of being a recording artist should read their contracts because it was pretty clear there were implications that the women were not seeing any of the money that they were supposedly earning. There were other moments, of course, where the members of the group would fight on stage in the middle of performances. I've spent hours on YouTube watching compilations of their performances, their fights, their drama, their behind-the-scenes dynamics, it is fascinating. And you can find these videos really easily, I don't even need to link any of them for you, I promise, just type in Fifth Harmony Chaotic Moments, you'll get plenty of them. There's even themed ones, like moments on stage, moments behind the scenes, compilations, everything. You know, somehow, though, it does add to the charm and the fond memories of this period in pop music. Their longevity was simply never meant to be. On the next episode of Jesse's Girls, my guests and I will dig a little bit deeper into Camila's departure, its aftermath, and Fifth Harmony's last album as a group. We'll also talk about the women as individuals, because they are individuals, their solo careers, and our predictions for the future. I'll see you next time, girly fries. Don't forget to watch my social media this week because I will have merch information. So, once again, find me on Jesse's Girls Pod on Instagram and also everything else my personal information, not information, <laughs> my personal social media and my TikTok and everything are linked in my bio. We'll catch you next time.